Welcome back to the show, everybody. We've got another great one lined up for you today. Where is America headed? Are the best days still to come? A recent survey reveals a cold, hard reality. You're going to want to know this as you consider and filter all the information that is flying out of the mouths of media outlets right now. Also, China celebrates 100 years of communism today and no surprises, the rhetoric is heating up. Folks, the changes in the world are gaining speed and you're going to need to have both hands wrapped around what all this means. So, of course, as always, we will help you activate the power of God in your leadership as you're going to need to think, speak and live from heaven's perspective more so than ever during these changing days. Let's stick five on the clock. Welcome back to the show, everybody. You can follow us here on Twitter and YouTube and podcasts at 5 Minute Mark, and you can download our free YouChurch app at your app store. And don't forget to reach out to us at info at anathan.co. We're going to jump in right away today. First of all, a shout out to Fox News for the survey findings that came out today. We're going to get started right here and try and move through quickly so we can dive into the activations. The survey out today paints a shaky picture for future growth and social stability. Our rising influences, the millennials, are having a growing pessimism about the future. Let's take a look at this here. Fox News poll. As July 4th approaches, fewer voters believe US is the best place to live. About 7 out of 10 voters or 69% believe America is the greatest country to reside in, according to the Fox News survey, which is down from 83% in 2015, 84 in 2011. I'm going to scoot right to the bottom here of this uh, article because this is where the, the, the gold is. Uh, millennials pose an interesting view. 53% say the US is the best country in the world to live, far fewer than the 72% of Gen Xs and 79% of baby boomers who feel that way. At the same time, about half of millennials, 51%, believe the country's best days lie ahead. Now, let's just flip that on, on its head for a second. That means that 49% believe that the best of the future has already happened. Well, what does this really say? It says when you don't know who you are, you don't know how to become. You see, this finding is not the problem. It's a symptom. When we look at the nonsense coming out of media outlets and things all over the world right at the moment, and particularly here in this great country of America, we find more and more people are understanding who they are less and less. This is a symptom. It's a symptom of increasing confusion about identity. Is it any wonder the older you get, the better you feel about where you live because you have a more stable view of who you are. Also right now, I want to give a shout out to Bloomberg Quick Take for news on the ground from earlier today during China's 100th year celebration. This was only him on the ground just recorded uh, just a few uh, hours ago. Let's, let's take a listen. A celebration, of course, of President Xi Jinping, who has been in power since 2012. And he has a very clear uh, goal, which is to secure uh, China's national security and ensure its place in the world. 
In his speech, which lasted roughly one hour, President Xi Jinping covered a number of topics, many of them familiar, including the pledge to achieve a moderately prosperous society. One of the main things that he did discuss was the reaffirmation of socialism for China and how China will continue to follow the path of Marxism, but in a way that's adapted to the needs of the Chinese society. Uh, a common theme that came up several times was the rejuvenation of China as a nation, and he called on young people to play their part to commit to the growth of China in the future. One thing he did say quite clearly was a, a, a very clear signal to foreign forces who may be tempted to interfere with China's internal affairs. He said, anybody that tries to do that will be met with a great wall of steel of China's 1.4 billion people. Let's just take a look at these two seemingly separate dots and how they join together. On the one hand, you have a nation that has a decrease in its optimism and a growing confusion about not only who they are as a nation, but also of being driven to question about who they even are as a human. And on the other hand, you have a superpower whose clarity about who they are and what they are here to do is crystallizing with every passing day. Keep your head on a swivel, people, because the next few years is going to see a tectonic shift shake-up in the geopolitical arena unless something significantly changes. So how does heaven see all this? Let's dive on into these activations. Acts chapter, 17, Acts chapter 17, Acts chapter 9, verse 17 to 19. So Ananias went and found Saul. He laid his hands on him and said, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus who appeared to you on the road has sent me so that you might regain your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Instantly something like scales fell from Saul's eyes and he regained his sight. Then he got up and was baptized. Afterward, he ate some food and regained his strength. Saul stayed with the believers in Damascus for a few days. Ananias is presented here with a magnifying moment and he took hold of it. Ananias used encouragement to lift out or magnify Saul's true identity. On the surface, Saul was an unrepentant opponent. He was actually an enemy of who these people were. And this Saul had caused pain and heartache to many people that Ananias knew. But Ananias doesn't call him any of that. Ananias magnifies Saul's true identity and calls him brother. Only from heaven's perspective can true identity be magnified. Only from understanding our own true identity can true identity be seen then magnified in others around us. The perspective of earth produced a false identity in Saul that he lived up to. And that identity was enemy. Lies do that to a person. Just look at the world around you and how people are living right now. People who don't know who they are will live out of the revelation of that lie. The perspective of heaven, however, magnified Saul's true identity as family member. Uh, the people around Ananias started to see it too. They act on Saul's true identity by strengthening him and giving him a chance to stay in community so he can begin practicing living that new magnified identity out. Magnifying true identity is a powerful thing. Here's the rubber hitting the road today. What people in your family or organization do you need to restore identity to? Around here, we call it rehumanizing. 
The only way you can build what God wants you to build is to understand who God has made you to become. Hey, that's going to do it for me today. You know what to do. Hit that like button, subscribe and share with your friends. And we will look forward to chasing change again next time here at 5 Minute Mark. <laughs>